Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Yotis B, the sportive is back, we think. I don't know. We're on Zoom now. It's a whole new, brave new world. Uh, I'm Brandon. John. John's here. Hi, John. This is just like old times when we would try to have a Google Hangout and we would see Stu vacuuming his carpet and mm-hmm. Clarence would just throw the throw his phone so you could see his ceiling. I haven't seen his ceiling in so long. All right. It'd be nice Clarence. to see that ceiling again. The only people who see it are the drifters who wander onto his property. That's right. It's the last thing they see. It's the last thing I was going to say. <laughs> they don't tell anybody about it. Before no the eternal heard. dark. That's Stu. Hi, Stu. How are you? Oh, great, guys. Anything okay. go on this week? Yeah, we really we have to talk about our um, I was going to say our long national nightmare is over. I don't know if it's anybody else's nightmare. Uh, My nightmare is over. I was sick, very sick of the Zimmer Spielman era. So I was this was extremely good news for me to see that they had gotten uh, shown the door. Um, So I was basically my boner clock was about at midnight hearing the news. Not for any. Maybe that's not true. Maybe midnight's wrong. They were they did seem like good people who had done some good things for the for the Vikings. So we can't, they, they don't go down in lore as, as absolute disasters, like so many other uh, coaches and general managers throughout Minnesota sports. They're not that. I think it was just, at least for me, it was like, all right, I've seen this movie enough times. I don't need to see this movie anymore. John, how, how devastated were you about this or happy? Well, you're right. It was more, it was more Denny than it was Mike Tice or Chili or. Denny's um, are really good. Um, I think comparison mm-hmm. Leslie Fraser. It was it was the end of the Denny era was about the same thing where it's just like you said, Brandon. It was we've seen this before. We've seen enough. I don't need to see that. We don't need to run this back again. It's just going to be the same thing again, but slightly worse. And I don't need to see the same thing again, but slightly worse. So honestly, I was happier about Rick Spielman getting fired because there was there was so there were so many rumors and so many theories that maybe Spielman wouldn't stay as the GM, but he would get kicked to a different role of some kind or some sort of senior advisor to the, to, to the owner role or something like that, where he would still be around putting his pants on after putting his shoes on, and just <laughs> you know, offering that particular brand of insanity. So I was, I was pleased that Spielman went and, I think more or less pleased that Zimmer went, not because I necessarily hold anything, hold any animosity for Zimmer, but just because it was time. It was yeah. time to start over in every possible way. 
Yeah. Stu, how did you feel? Um, we should probably address the elephant in the room. Um, Chicken Finger 69 is not here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> right. We all know his feelings about Mike Zimmer, his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like we should have him here, obviously, but like nobody, like nobody asked Jackie Kennedy when she's wiping her husband's brains off of her Halston dress how good of a president she thought LBJ was going to be. It's just nobody it's invited an unfair, her on a podcast. It is an unfair question to ask of somebody who is grieving, who has just had everything ripped away from him. So um, as far as, so that's, that's where he is. He's not here today. He may be back when, when he can talk about it. And that that may be never, we we just, we just don't know. It is just too early. The wound is too raw and we're just, we're, we're just giving him space. We're giving chicken finger 69 space and it's the right thing to do. I'm actually, I'm glad that both those fuckers are gone. <laughs> um, Spielman should have been gone. He's, he lasted 11 years after Christian Ponder. That's amazing. In 11 the years. 11 years after fucking up that badly and continuing to fuck up. Um, and um, by all accounts, uh, Mike Zimmer was um, the old Elmore Leonard line about if you run into an asshole in the morning, you run into an asshole. But if you run into an asshole all day, you are the asshole. <laughs> that was uh, the last three or four years of Mike Zimmer. Um, just a bitter, mean, crotchety bitch. And um, that's not me saying that. That's Eric Kendricks, who everybody loves. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think we can just say it's very good they did a clean break with both of those guys we bear them no ill will and um spielman will probably get a job consulting for who knows the broncos the broncos and zimmer will be like a defensive coordinator or defensive advisor probably for let's say pittsburgh i don't fucking know who cares he's gone yeah he really went out fired their coach why would the giants not hire zimmer he's the perfect brand of sourpuss Oh, for the man, New York yeah, football oh, that, that, I mean, the, yeah, I remember Tom Coughlin always being super red faced. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and but he I is think the red faced successor. Yeah, and but the, aesthetically displeasing brand of football, just like Mike Zimmer. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. A lot oh, of man. squinting. And, and aesthetically you, may have, displeasing, you may have found his landing place. Yeah, an aesthetically displeasing person, mm-hmm. just like that's Mike true. Zimmer. Mm-hmm. I think, though, that Coughlin was around the Giants with the old regime and this is like the fail sons have taken over recently i don't know if zimmer is a big enough disaster i think they're gonna try to really swing i mean they hired this joe judge guy who was like what is he a special teams jackass he was a claiming guys he was (laughs) nfl tim brewster yeah Mm -hmm. the the like claim of a bunch of old uh, players keep calling me, even though they made more money on a different team, and they've been saying how wish how, right. how much they could they could cut, how much they wish they could come back. And Bill Barnwell looked into it, and it was like one person on the Vikings, possibly even <laughs> could be the guy calling. It's just like, so I don't a lot know. Of people are saying it, and they're saying it very strongly. You hear them They want to be back here, right? This big guy comes up, tears in his eyes. <laughs> this four star general, they come up. Four star general. Oh boy, yeah. Uh, I can see that happening. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know if there are any Vegas odds on if Zimmer gets another head coaching gig. He's pretty. He's, he's, he's pretty old. Yeah, they don't he's usually give him out like that. I don't think so, especially I mean, not with a bunch of these like twenty-four-year-old Madden players getting mm-hmm. jobs recently, like the Lafleur and McVeigh and mm-hmm. whoever the no-namer on the Bengals coach. That might be the thing. 
Might be young man. Well, you got to say gross. Zimmer's calling card was being good at one thing, which is mm-hmm. he, he is no longer good at. No, <laughs> he, they gave him how much money in the offseason to rebuild the defense. That was they finished 31st this year. He forgot that really to call was a the timeout thing, right? at least once and then mm-hmm. called a timeout when he wasn't allowed to and gave the other team five yards at least mm-hmm. once. Yeah, so it literally cost team. He, he cost the Vikings games this year. He himself did. Yeah. So, I mean, that's yeah. that's really at the end of the day, the the breaking point was the defense being so bad after he did convince. I, I'm guessing I have no idea, but like convincing ownership and convincing Spielman to like go out and grab all these guys and they didn't mm-hmm. actually do anything. That had to be it, right? Yeah, it's I mean, hard. It, I guess it would be hard for him to get another job when his sales pitch is that, you know, it's it's ineffective and I'm very disinterested and I'm a jerk all day, but at least I'm also forgetful. <laughs> yeah oh. that's yeah and he said he was famously bad at interviewing that yeah. sounds like maybe yeah. something he would say i don't know we'll see yeah but uh wish him the best um yeah. no do you guys want to walk really. through <laughs> like health wise oh health oh yeah health wise yeah sure yeah, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. Professionally. i hope his eyes Kentucky. are okay he almost went blind yell at waitresses it'll be fun for him <laughs> spielman and then you just send like just send him like every like three weeks like different bad deals that spielman made throughout his tenure just send mm-hmm. him like and like i'm sure he gets he, he opens all of his email forwards oh um, yeah and, not um, a second thought just show him that uh transaction that spielman did for a uh, chris herndon this offseason i think it was a fourth was it a oh, third or God. a fourth round pick that is... it was just insanity and there are times there's times too when I end up having to take the side of the GM in most cases of like, yeah, no one hits on all these, right? Like they all have a every the best GM of all time has had a bunch of misses, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of those just super weird midseason trades for draft picks of guys that don't end end up playing at all. I mean, that, I feel like that happened a lot. The, yeah. the drafting you- record is always going to be up and down for everybody. I mean, you know, name Name any one. They've they've fucked up yeah. some draft picks. But those sort of things. Moves. Yeah. Those sort but of I'm, moves. And I've also then, said but what's worse is that when Spielman makes the right pick, like uh gambling a high pick on Daniel Carlson. That turned out <laughs> to be a really good pick. He's not he he kicked so Las good. Vegas into the playoffs. He's very good. And uh Zimmer cut him because he had a bad game. Yeah. So I mean, just bad match just yeah exactly they both merited their walk-in papers yep yep for sure there's Uh, no one luckily there was no one more to blame it's more fun to blame zimmer because it makes chicken fingers angry yes but it's still they're both yeah they should be gone the one saving grace i'll say for both of them and i don't know who to credit because i always get so confused i was trying to read an athletic article or i I mean i did read the article i'm yeah i read it um i know how to read stop looking at me like that (laughs) cool uh (laughs) I read an athletic article and they were talking about um, like Zimmer drafted this guy and Zimmer drafted that guy. And I'm I'm just like confused with the language of like who drafts. I don't even know who's drafting at this point. So it's really hard to give say too much, but what I was going to say, some combination of them has left the cupboard, not so bare where this is like a disaster job. We talk about it with, I'm not going to, we may get into them a little bit later, but like the Timberwolves was like, well, they can't get anybody good because if, if anybody wants to coach for the Timberwolves, they're inherently stupid and bad. Mm-hmm. 
that's not this, right? Like, I think this is a pretty decent head coaching job because there's a bunch of talent and you could squint and kind of see yourself or see this team really turning it around quickly. I mean, they weren't that bad this year anyway. So I will say that about them. Like the cupboard's not fair. They can have and... one, they get one rebuilding year. I think they have to do whatever Justin Jefferson wants them to do. That's, That's true. the franchise. And they're going to, I mean, we can, I guess we should just get into it. Kirk Cousins is gone, right? Yeah, that was going to be one of my questions for you. What do you what do you think the odds are? I, I have no idea like how to play I, out, like if he's for sure gone or not, because I don't know where he's going to go. Unless you're getting one of those retread GMs, which I don't think they're going to do. I think they're going to get someone who wants to do his own thing here. And there's I can't think of any GM who wants to like make a splash who is going to say, you know who I'm going to ride to the promised land. Kirky Cousins. It just it <laughs> yeah. just doesn't it's it, but I, and I know that contract is an albatross. I know it's an albatross. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I, I I feel about the same way. But by almost any measure, Kirk Cousins is like the fifteenth best quarterback in the league, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's a very average quarterback that finishes eight and eight, or in this case, eight and nine every year. Mm-hmm. But I I guess what I'm saying is even rising to 15th is somewhat difficult. It's not like there's anybody they can get that's going to be better than him. Oh, yeah. It's a bad draft class this year, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was watching the national championship game on Monday, and it was just amazing how much Stetson Bennett the fourth, Georgia's quarterback, has in common with, like, Christian Ponder. Oh, Can't yeah. quite throw the ball straight or make any good decisions. Mm-hmm. Little undersized. Just mm-hmm. very Ponder-esque. Oh, and boy. I'm just glad that they managed to file fire, fire Spielman that same day because otherwise the Vikings were taking <laughs> taking Stetson football the fourth. Yeah, this round for sure. So the move then, Stu, you're saying uh, the one one way to go about it is they get a new GM. Mm-hmm. He's got a you know freedom to do what he wants to do, and he says, "I don't think that we're going to win the Super Bowl next year. I don't think we need Cousins. Let's trade him to the Broncos." Yep. Or the Colts. I think he's or, the Broncos' plan B if they don't get Rodgers. And they, they they throw us a couple first rounders or whatever the thing is. I don't and think then we just, they're not going to get firsts for Kirky. I don't think. I really don't. No, he's. he's I just think taking. I mean, first of all, the salary cap hit is just. It's it just. They're going to be doing us a favor. Sure. To take but Kirk. Counterpoint. The Eagles got a first round draft pick for Carson Wentz. Oh, Carson Wentz sucks ass. Oh, I know. Kirk Cousins is much better than him. No, always the, has the, the right? Eagles. Oh my God. The Eagles win that trade. Yeah. Yeah. They fleeced them. So they need to fleece somebody. Okay. So it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what they get back. You're just saying um, hypothetically, I, you just, you, you get something back for him. You find, you find another case Keenum or whoever the fuck next year. And then you do, roll. Do you, do you think the giants will take him? <laughs> That's I, they <laughs> seem dumb the whole franchise. off. I love oh, They just, yeah. Vikings East next year. Oh, that would be uh, beautiful. The giants. Um, but the thing is, like, you if you look at that makes sense to me if you have if you're the Lions last year who have Stafford and nothing else. Yeah. But this team, like, it's hard for me to take a step back when you've got Cook and Jefferson. And again, what should be the outline of a decent defense, it would be. I can see that happening, but I also can see them just being like, let's just have, let's see how good we can be if we have a good coach next year. I actually think there's a ton of talent on this team. We got the 12th pick. Um, hopefully get an impact player somewhere and yeah. run it back. It, it doesn't happens. matter the position, honestly. <laughs> just It doesn't right. matter. 
There's really a nothing. Lot of opportunities. A lot of opportunities mm-hmm. yeah. on this roster. Opportunities they, for greatness, John. If they took a running back or a wide receiver at 12, I think I'd be annoyed. I think that's probably the only position where I'd, where I'd be. Maybe a maybe a center. Kicker. Kicker, I would be annoyed. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Long snapper would be a Gunner. Tough, tough to swallow, but. Yeah. Gunner but would be. But if, like, you know, fucking, like, Nicobe Dean, if they, he falls to 12, my God. <laughs> that would be. Yeah. A, that really, would be a, any. Any yeah, anybody the from the Georgia played, defense falls yeah. to 12 to take them. For Georgia's defense. <laughs> any, oh, there's 11 guys. Video game I'll defense. take any of them. Yeah, 12th pick. All 11 go first 11. Then we're screwed. Yeah. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't know. John, do you what what would your sense be right now? If you if there was a bet in Vegas, 50-50, Cousins is back or Cousins is still with the Vikings next year, which side do you land on? I would bet on Cousins is back. Honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just... There just let me many... have this, guys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, yeah, there I are would... too many. There are too many variables in play here for it to actually happen. Let me ask you this question. This is probably going to be one of my patented, way too complicated to even be worth it sort of question scenarios. All right, you love these. I do. Uh, scale uh, a shock scale of zero to ten. Uh, <laughs> zero. Is zero shocked or not shocked? Zero is the sun rose in the east. Okay. As it always does. Ten is the sun rose in the west. Holy fucking (laughs) shit. What is going on? This is the most shocking thing that's ever happened. So 10 is just your shock level. If you close your eyes and picture Rick Spielman being the GM of a team who wins the Super Bowl, what is your shock level there? Six. It's like pretty, I mean, pretty surprising, but also like crazy shit happens. He's the GM. Who the fuck knows? Exactly. And there's yeah, so, I mean, everybody hates the GM of every yeah. NFL team. There is no NFL fan base out there that's like, man, our GM is awesome. He really knows what he's doing. So true. Love that, our GM. That does happen in basketball where people are just obsessed with. I mean, you know me. I was obsessed with not even my own team's GM. Another right. team's GM. I was obsessed with. That doesn't really happen in football. So six. Okay. Um, same exercise, Mike Zimmer. He is the head coach of a Super Bowl winning team. What is your shock level there? Nine. Okay. Ten. Honestly, I just nine or ten. Yeah. Do you build a time machine so you can go to 1983 and coach John Riggins? <laughs> I would be more shocked there as well, just because, I mean, the age thing is, of course, but also, yeah, just seeing like timeout use in the end of some of these games it's like holy shit this is gonna get really intense he would have and, to, it would, it would, for him to win a super bowl it would have to be like a barry switzer situation where he inherits so much talent yeah. you need to sit on the sideline and go Great comparison. i don't and, and <laughs> yeah. just win a super bowl okay so. and then now the last one is kirk cousins winning a super bowl yep ask the starter or ask on well just a i quarterback think on the it's exact as the starter <laughs> I think it's exactly what Stu just said. There have been some truly awful quarterbacks yeah. Yeah. that have won Super Bowls. So you put him in the right defense. Of course, I think you can. Yeah. He's, mm-hmm. he's the perfect game manager quarterback. He's not going to, if you don't ask him to do anything, he's perfectly capable. of. He can be as good pulling, as Nick Foles for three games. Yeah. Yeah. Pull, Joe pull Flacco. Johnson, mm-hmm. Throw check downs. Yep. Remember Let Peyton Manning won it and he had in the same season been benched for Brock Osweiler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He was actually throwing left-handed at that point. He had a fused vertebrae in his neck. Yeah. I would put him at a. I would put. I would put him at a five. Yeah. 
Yeah. Not surprising at all. So that to me leads me to like, all right, cool. He he's frustrating. He does suck in a lot of ways, but he's not like, I don't know. I would be super. I, w- I would love if he was gone. Like I just like everybody else. Like I'm just kind of, I've seen it. I've, I don't need to see it anymore. Right. But right. he's not so bad where it's like, we're not at ponder levels right now. No. no well, ponder he's... levels are a special level. Yeah. Okay. So we know that. So John, you said that you think that he's going to be back, but yeah. What is your thought of like, are you going to be, are you going to watch him next year if he's back? Or are you like, eh, I'm kind of out on the Vikings until he moves well, on. I've watched every edition of the Vikings going back my whole entire life now. So no, really he's watched has, worse Vikings quarterback. It really has. He's watched worse Vikings team. It has less to do with the players on the Vikings as it does with me. I'm the problem here, I guess is what I'm saying. You it are. has nothing to do with who's wearing purple. Right. It just I watched some of the, I watched some of the games last year. Last year was a dirty slog, and I watched their games. Remember when they almost lost to Houston when Houston was the worst team in the league, and mm-hmm. I think oh they God. needed like a fourth down jump ball or something to beat Houston. I, I don't remember the details, but it was. You like, already remember so much more than every other fan. I cannot believe. <laughs> I, I don't even know that they've played the Texans. You could say that for some weird reason they've never played them before. I'd be like, oh wow, maybe they lost game. that game. I don't know. No, it was like I'll, the lowest point for this franchise. All I remember about the last season is that there weren't any fans. That's what I remember right. about last season. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're we're happened obviously, um, and uh, and I, but I guess it's, it's kind of like you have to wait to see who gets hired to know how excited we're going to be for next season. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. exactly right. Because I don't. I mean, maybe you guys can correct me, but do either of you trust the Wills to make the right hires here? I don't know what my trust level is for them in either direction. I do like that. They don't seem to be meddlers. They did give Spielman and Zimmer a lot of time, which could be good or bad. You could, you know, you could construe that in either direction. I don't know if Spielman at the time was, I mean, this is probably, I'm actually right now very thankful that chicken fingers is not here because by the time I finished the sentence, he'd be screaming at me, but I don't know if at the time Spielman was a bad hire, like when it happened. I was not so long ago now. (laughs) Right. I was not super enthused about the Zimmer hire, but I also wasn't like screen. It it was not, uh, um, what that, what's that motherfucker? Kurt Rambis. It was not a Kurt Rambis hire, (laughs) right? Where it was like immediately, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It wasn't that. So I think their track record seems like, down the middle average. They're also criminals, I believe. Yeah, I was yes. going to say, I, I trust <laughs> them to like build a casino uh-huh. in like the New Jersey, like off the New Jersey Turnpike, and pay eleven dollars in taxes for the. Yeah, year. I trust them for getting good deals, figuring yeah. out a way to to well, get a good deal. Here's the, th- I mean, here's the thing: the the thing that the Wills want more than anything in the world is to own the 1986 New York Giants. Mm-hmm. But they don't have a time machine, so they can't do that. But what I can't tell is what that means for what they're going to do. Like, are they just going to call up Bill Parcells and hire who he says? Are they really going to make a study league trends and figure out where the league is going and make some outside the box, new school, analytic, whatever you want to say, hire? 
that is going to that is going to be sort of a step forward or are they going to do sort of a <laughs> there's 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 this this thought process this sort of hiring process that so many teams seem to use where they're like all right we're going to line up all the coaching candidates and whoever can eat a football the fastest is the winner <laughs> and that's who we're going to hire as our coach because that's what kind of that's we we want a we want a football guy and we want him to eat an entire football without using his hands and that's what we're going to do today and that's how you get you know joe judge or dan campbell or matt nagy or all you know all of these retreads anybody uh-huh. who's ever shaken hands with bill belichick i don't know what they're going to do because they don't do it this often i don't i don't know which way they're going to go here so it's it it, it it would be different if they'd made a whole bunch of hires but i really don't know what's about to happen well, let's walk through the uh, Vegas odds of the next coach, and you let me know what you think about these guys. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna depend on Stu to have heard of some of these guys, probably most of them. Okay, perfect. And what I want to know is your feelings on them, and then play out the future of why this because it's it's going to go bad. We're still Minnesota fans. It's going to be a disaster. Let's just be honest. I want to know, like, how, why is this going to go bad? Number one, Eric Bieniemy. He's the number one. Uh, I think he's plus 300. I won't go through the actual odds for each one of these guys. I'm just going to do kind of an order of what Vegas thinks is the likelihood. But uh, he is currently the uh, most likely candidate, according to Vegas. Is he the hmm. most likely candidate for everybody's job or just ours? Actually, no, just ours. Really? Uh, a couple of these other guys on this list are noted in other places. I have no idea why. Like, there's, um, I forget the oh Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn is the uh, I think he was the Falcons coach for a while. He was the uh, coach for twenty eight three, I believe. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he is like the the most at least according to tonight on Wednesday, um, uh, the odds of uh, being the Bron I think the Broncos head coach. So there must be some sort of intel or maybe, I don't even know. Maybe he's is he the defensive coordinator? So who know who the fuck knows? Who the fuck um, knows? So everybody's got a little bit different odds and ours is highest with Eric Bieniemy, which again, I don't know. I don't know why. Um, because he used to coach here. Yeah, true. What was he? The running back coach? The running backs coach forever. The entire Adrian Peterson tenure. I think he was the running backs coach. Yeah. So he's been gone about a decade if I'm right. Yeah. Um, and, he's um, been the, the offensive Reed's coordinator. Right yeah. For Super Bowl winning team. Yep, exactly. So, that obviously makes a lot of sense. Um, they've been a really good offense for a long time, but you can really easily um, see why this could go bad. We've seen it play out with Bill Belichick's assistants about a thousand times over the years. Just because you worked for the guy doesn't mean you are the guy. Man genius, Weiss, Romeo Crennel, Joe Judge, Josh, Josh McDaniels. McDaniels, like just a, I mean, History is littered with the number two and power guy at the Patriots being absolutely worthless without Belichick. So it would, of course, not be shocking if that was Eric Bieniemy as well. However, we don't know if that's the case here. And we also don't think that Andy Reid is at the same level of control over an organization like Belichick, I believe. And so other people have come from Andy Re- under Andy Reid and have been successful enough as far as I know. So... I would be excited about this for sure. A little unsure, a little uneasy, but definitely excited. John, what say you? 
about Eric Bieniemy. I think that would be fun. Everybody seems to be excited about Eric Bieniemy. Also, he's one of the few coaching candidates. I bet I'm going to know something about his history. So, for the Colorado say, Buffaloes, didn't he, John? Yeah, he did play for the Colorado Buffaloes. So he also uh, Bill Stewart era Colorado Buffaloes, I think. I think Wade will right. tell us. He'll let us know. Wade will tell um, us. Yes. He also seems, from my extremely embarrassingly limited time, like watching or knowing anything about him, but he does seem like a pretty friendly guy. Seems nice. Well, <laughs> kind of. I mean, we always talk about the ditch-to-ditch mentality, and they're going from the world's biggest red ass and Mike Zimmer to a person who's going to actually say, hello, how are you? Yeah, not to go backwards in the conversation, but right now what's fresh in my mind is like my memory of Zimmer going out is he went out uh, really throwing this poor kid under the bus, Kellen Mond, of like, I don't want to start him because I watch him every day, like a really really shitty comment about anybody. I know you didn't draft him, but still that's, I have people who, I mean, we all have people who are work for us at times that we didn't hire. We don't necessarily say that sort of stuff ever. It's really rude. And then the Justin Jefferson thing at the end of the game, when he ever, the whole, what, at least what I heard was like some of the crowd was chanting to get him a pass and he just wouldn't do it. Yeah. I and wonder if those are going to be the that... example of Tom Brady getting an extra pass to simple country idiot Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> so you get like a half million dollar bonus. Yeah. Like, and it's and, the, and they're and... veterans. They're super Bowl. I mean, those are the type of guys who aren't in games that and they both like left the game right away. Literally, that was their last play of the game. They went back in to do that and they did yes. it. And that was great. And everybody loved it. And so I wonder if three years, five years, 10 years from now, if we're going to th- think back and still remember those moments of him of being like, yeah, man, he really went out being the most red ass of all red asses. He went out his way, just being a jerk all the way through. Just a wild, wild way to go out. If you think the writing's on the wall to be like, ah, fuck it. Just going good. Yep, I mean, yeah, that's him though. That is by all accounts him. Yeah, just totally. A, just a grump. So grumpy. Just, okay. Uh, so we're pretty happy about the idea of Eric Bieniemy little unsure but happy yeah uh okay Stu. brian oh boy dayball brian dayball um basically is given the credit for turning josh allen into one of the best quarterbacks in the league mm-hmm. what people don't remember is that he got run out of miami on a rail as their offensive coordinator mm-hmm. um i think that was like a roughly a decade ago i think he was there and like maybe houston or jacksonville he was Cleveland, just, I believe. Cleveland, you're right. Yeah, and um, both places just failed miserably. And just because you fail miserably once as a coordinator doesn't mean you're going to fail miserably again as a coordinator, which he's proven. Mm-hmm. And just because, I mean, some retreads work out. Belichick was a retread. Um, but I know nothing about him other than he used to be bad, and now he's good. Yeah, and it's really hard, too. I mean, we've seen this before of, like, why don't we credit Josh Allen for Josh Allen being good? You know, maybe, like yeah. maybe he's just really a talented person who figured it out. Who so figured out how to play NFL quarterback because he's mm-hmm. a freakishly gifted athlete. And then he was able to get the mental part sussed out after just getting his ass kicked. Right. So it's, it's he, ha- he has heads more autonomy than Eric Bieniemy, more ownership of something going well. So that's good. But also, again, he's he's he is in some ways potentially riding some coattails in the same way mm-hmm. Eric Bieniemy has been. So, um yeah, I think I would be happy about this. I wouldn't be, I don't know if there's a right. guy on this list that I'd be like, 
doing yeah, I, I, I do know that um Steph Diggs loves him and the sport of podcast loves Steph Diggs. That's true. So, so by the power of third party Yes. Yeah, right. Uh we have to love him. Property, yeah. Yeah, transitive property. That's right. Um yeah, I don't know if there's anybody on this list that I'm just like going nuts about, but they all are like seem pretty good. Okay, next one. Brian Flores. Dolphins head coach, very successful, also possibly a red ass. Yeah, because people were baffled that he got let go. We're back to back there. I know. Isn't that weird? He's won a bunch of games for the Dolphins. A terrible That cupboard was bare when he got there. They were talking about like two years ago, that was going to be the worst team in NFL history. He won like five games. Well, and they and, uh, start they they lost each of the first three games by like fifty points or something. Yeah. Like they were just getting destroyed. Yeah, he did turn around. He did turn him around, but yeah, there have been reports out of there that there was basically he had a Zimmer type streak to him. But so, maybe the owner is a real piece of shit. Oh yeah, Stephen Ross. He owns uh, the Marlins and the Dolphins, and he's bad at both. One of those that's type not of good. things. That's, that's never not good. good. Yeah, yeah. So. And that again, we've talked about like he, you can fail somewhere and be good somewhere else. So that might be kind of fun. I, I don't know. I think I would, I could talk myself into Brian Flores pretty quickly, I think. Yeah, I probably could too. I mean, like, like, like um, he basically, he had the same type of team as Zimmer did the last two years, a team that got close to the playoffs, but didn't get in, but he did it with less talent, yeah. much less talent. Right. Yeah, because they kept trading away their best players. They did, and they had uh, their their quarterback bust to uh, Takaviola um, kept throwing three-yard outs to Jalen Waddle all year. <laughs> all year. And they had no running backs. Like Salvan Ahmed was their for... running back. They had, no, they had nothing. Yeah, right. He didn't pick up many yards. No. No. Uh, this is uh, somewhat concerning good, uh... for me, I would say, but uh, the fourth uh, most likely next Vikings coach is something called Andre Patterson. Oh, Vikings coach, Andre Patterson, current Vikings coach, mm. which Who is people love in the building. Do they? Okay. That was my mm. question. I have yeah. no idea. I I've never really, I know this person enough to know his name, but I don't know anything beyond that. He's our defensive coordinator, I believe. Which again, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. They were awful, but Zimmer was running the show, so you can't really blame him a whole lot. Maybe is that is that his story? It, it would be very funny for us to sit here and talk about. Man, I just I'm glad it's over. I'm glad this air is over. We just can't run it back again, and then be like, yeah, I think they should hire the defensive coordinator from last Andre year. Patterson. Yeah, that's I what mean, they need. Andre just got to get Zimmer out of the way. I bet he had some innovative ideas that just weren't listened to by the old dinosaur. Andre was yelling. Yeah, don't I, call I don't see out to the row, Mike. I, I don't was see like, that ah. one happening. I really yeah. just I, this feels like it's a clean slate. I don't. I, he he may be the one guy they bring back to run the defense or something, but I don't foresee him like, being the head coach. It was like the, when the Timberwolves needed a new coach, and everyone was like, "Oh, they'll hire David Vanterpool," and the Timberwolves said, eh, "Maybe we're not going to hire somebody who's here already." Just right. I'm just spitballing here. We've lost. 4,000 games over the past three years. Maybe can't we should be that someone who's not on our staff. <laughs> yeah, let's hope. Uh, the next is Doug Peterson. I don't know. Won a no. Super Bowl. That's no. a no from John? Eh, the, no. It's the visor. Former right? Eagles coach. No. It's the visor. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah he may have gotten lightning in a bottle that one year. Yeah, yeah. former okay. Packer too. Lightning. Former Packer backup quarterback. So yeah, that's yeah, uh, no. It's a no for me, dog. Speaking of backup quarterbacks, uh, the next on the list in uh, in likelihood from Vegas is Jim Harbaugh. Oh no, that's no. a no. Idea. He's not going to leave. Terrible he might idea. leave Michigan, but he ain't going to leave Michigan for the Vikings. Okay, okay. Talk me out of this one. He was really a good coach in the NFL. He seems like a good person. What a weird dude! No, he does not. Seem no, like he's a good he's, person. He's, he's, of sure? all the things that Jim Harbaugh seems like, good person. He did. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. His khakis don't fit. He's just the he biggest. Was bo- he came hey. out of his mother's birth canal wearing khakis. If, if we're going to say people who have bad fitting khakis are bad people, we got a long, long list. Okay, you're an outlier for one thing. Yeah. You have pants that fit, but you only have like three pair that all cost two hundred dollars. So fuck you. But you can pour um, beer directly on them. John pours yes. beer. On just, my he's got beer wicking pants. Beer wicking pants. <laughs> Chinos of mystery. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. So, uh, but but why specifically is he bad? Jim Harbaugh? Because I don't yeah. like him. That's why I don't like his face. I don't like the way he acts. I don't like anything about him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. University okay. of Michigan can burn oh, down. There, for all that, I like I, yeah, okay, there we go. There's, there's, may have, there's, the, there's the roots. He may have been also a little bit of a red ass, I believe, on the Niners. Very much. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, him okay. and Pete Carroll just about got in a fight. Little, and Pete Carroll is is uh, kind of a hippie, nice guy, right? So just a, He's just kind of a weird, flighty dude, whereas Harbaugh is intense and khakied all right intense and khakied bad mm-hmm. um todd bowles i, I keep sure? getting confused with todd bauman that's he's uh coaching in like the, the buffalo hanover district john um is todd bauman really the coach of buffalo hanover? i believe he is yes <laughs> wait i believe his son is like a uh quarterback prospect there too and they're running Ooh. like a pro spread offense Perfect. Todd Bowles in the, in the has a Buffalo. I Todd Bowles has been a head coach. Todd Bauman's been a head coach. Okay. Damn it. Um, that's all. I, that's the only thing I could. I, yeah. That was my only thing know. that I knew was different. And now you're yeah, saying I know he's been a coach thing, and so. now he's a coordinator again. That's yeah, what I know about Todd Bowles. Okay. Uh, a lightning round. Kellen Moore. As oh, far the as Dallas, I oh, the Dallas offensive coordinator, I would be okay with that one. So the trend here is, again, I think Kellen Moore fits in the like 30 something 
Madden bro. That's the he Sean has McVay the, hire. He has like the part kind of cut into his hair, probably. Like again, Bengals guy, Sean McVay. That Kellen maybe... Moore play quarterback at Oregon. Sure did. That's your guy. Kellen Young Moore, guy. Kellen Mond, Kellen Moore, Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond play quarterback for Kellen Moore. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Um, here's the person I didn't know was alive, Jim Caldwell. He's, he's like really alive on the list. Wow. He's yeah. I mean, what that'd a be last what good Detroit head coach. The only good is this Detroit like plus five thousand at this point? I mean, this is enough where I still wrote him down. There was a bunch of other ones. You're right, Marty Morningwig plus twelve thousand. Well, on behalf of Jim Caldwell, sir, he is not in the same vein as a Marty Morningwig. He was actually a good. good Detroit Lions coach. You know how fucking rare that is, Jim Caldwell. Detroit. He should be in the NFL Hall of Fame because he had like a nine and seven record one year in Detroit. Incredible. But I also think he's like 95 years old. So probably not going to happen. After that is Byron Leftwich. That is the guy I want. That's your guy. Yep. Everybody loves Byron Leftwich. Bruce Arians loves Byron Leftwich. I love Byron Leftwich because he was a a quarterback at Marshall University. Marshall University. Who went to Marshall University, John? Randy Moss. Randy Moss. There you go. Oh, man. Can't go wrong. Goes so deep. Mm-hmm. He's a young guy. We like that. He seems like a friendly, inquisitive guy. We just don't know if he's, like, good at his job. That one time he threw a touchdown, but his lineman had to carry him down the field. Because his yeah, leg was, was broke. broke. His ding-dang leg. leg was broke, guys. He's a, he's a trooper. He's a yeah, gamer. Trooper. Gamer. He yeah. fucking cares, man. He battles. Leaves it all out on the field, as far as I've been told. He's a warrior, Brandon. He's a warrior. I don't okay. say that lightly. No, you don't. You actually have never used that no. word before. Not once. Josh McDaniels is the last one. Ooh, Bad. No, absolutely not. No. Bad. Brutal. Anyone but that. Shitty. Terrible. Yeah. That um, Those New England, that New England offense right now, it's unwatchable. Sometimes it's good, but it's unwatchable. Oof. It is what Woof. Mike Zimmer wants. It's basically three running backs and um, Kendrick Bourne is their one wide receiver. And that's not, I'm sorry, not Kendrick Bourne. That he's for the uh, Niners. Mm, I think it's he a, might be on that team now. Oh, sure. Why not? Who gives a yeah. shit? Yeah. Let's it's an say... unwatchable offense. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. We're going to get fucking pasted by Buffalo. It's going to be awesome this weekend. Oh man. I think I want that to happen so badly it that I'm nervous. It's okay. Good. All right, we'll Don't get into the uh, the playoff preview in a couple minutes here. Um, uh, there's so it sounds like we've got a bu- enough people on that list where if they stay kind of tried and true to what seems expected, there's some there's some dudes, there's some candidates. It could be fun. I have zero thoughts or opinions on the next GM. I have no. Fu- I couldn't. I don't know anything about. I, yeah, no clue. Right. No one. No knows. idea. No idea. Okay. Um. So moving forward. Uh, into this weekend thinking about the uh the playoff scenario Stu. um here are my here's my ranking Stu. i want you to critique my afc rankings of likability and then john you can critique my nfc okay all right i'm ready okay my root my rooting order of interest for the afc chiefs bengals titans bills raiders steelers patriots I'd put the Steelers below the Patriots, but that's about it. Okay, so if it comes down to, and God help us, I hope I'm dead, but if it comes down to the AFC Championship and it's a, it's Ben versus 
Mac Jones and the Patriots. We're rooting for Mac Jones and the Patriots. Um, that's not going to happen because Kansas City is going to score ten thousand points on Pittsburgh this weekend. Right. That is, you right. do not have to worry about that. I don't have Literally to work through happen. that hypothetical. Fuck yeah, awesome. Thank you. Um, okay, but otherwise that makes that makes general sense, right? Yeah, uh, like the Chiefs, Chiefs like yeah, the yeah, Bengals. Chiefs, like the Chiefs the and Bengals are super fun to watch right now. The Titans might still be the best team because they're mm-hmm. going to have a healthy, um, large running back who runs over everybody. Healthy, Derrick Henry. There you go. So yeah, that'll be. Those are three really good teams that could go all the way sweet love it okay Mm -hmm. uh let's get weird in the nfc john (laughs) i'm already i'm just look i'm looking down the nfc playoff list and there are some low cards in this hand i put uh (laughs) i put five seconds to thought of this here we go eagles no wrong eagles Eagles. rams cardinals 49ers cowboys bucks Packers. Yeah, except the Packers are down below I don't know, nuclear war. Nuclear yeah. war. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Astro. I mean, um I, I mean, God, I would I put the Cardinals higher. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Cardinals I like probably I, at the top. I don't know why I don't have them as number 1. I think it's because for some reason I feel like that coach I was annoyed that he got hired because he was like a middling college coach. He kind of sucked and I don't want him to get rewarded because I thought he just kind of got handed a job. He looks like the golf pro that steals your mom's heart. <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury. There we go. Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. And he, and he's, that's the perfect name of the golf pro as yes. well. It just, fu- just, yeah. And it's just, I don't know. And I don't even know if that's fair for all I know, he could have been brought up in fucking Compton. And uh, I, probably not. Your mother's um, very special to me, Brandon. <laughs> hey, big dog. I'm going to take you to Dave and Buster's. We got something to talk about. <laughs> yeah, order whatever you want. Just don't don't go too rich on me. No steak, okay? <laughs> Love you, pal. So maybe Cardinals. Uh, I probably have the Rams a little bit too high. I also don't know why I like them a whole lot. I think Aaron Donald's fun to watch. You um, like the Rams more than anyone in Los Angeles likes the Rams. That's true. I don't know. I don't get it. Um, and I have the Eagles just for the fucking weirdness of it all. What a weird team. Stu, just... is, Stu is your brother a Cardinals fan? Um, I I mean, like, just by, you know, proximity. I mean, he's a Vikings fan, but, you know, just being down there, you know, it's like, oh, hey, the local team's doing okay. Because right. that puts the Cardinals on top for me that yeah, I could cheer for Stu's brother. Yeah, it'd be nice, okay. you know. I like that. Good okay, for cool. So I'll move them up. Yeah, John. Um, let me go to the back half of this: 49ers, Cowboys, Bucks, Packers. Pretty brutal all the way down yeah. on that one. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you're you're that I should be like changing my rooting interest there? No, I hate all of those teams. They're all bad. They're um, all bad. I like Debo Samuel a little bit, so I put them up. The 49ers can be fun to watch when that offense is working, which is weird since it's a run heavy offense. Yeah, but it's kind no. of a fun. I mean, that that uh, it's Niners, goofy runs. Yeah, the Niners Kansas City Super Bowl is actually kind of fun. And oh yeah, that was great. I mean, if the Niners had anything at quarterback, they would be really dangerous. And they have two very either high profile, like high draft pick, or very expensive. They have two quarterbacks. I wonder mm-hmm. what they're going to do. It's hard to say. You know, Trey Lance is from here. That's right. 
He sure is. He's from Marshall, Minnesota. What a weird town. Marshall, Marshall Minnesota, Minnesota is very close to where Todd Bauman is from. And it's also where Harmar Superstar is from. Uh, he's canceled, though. He's from Marshall? Oh. Yeah. But Steve's on is, and he's not canceled, even though he saw his hog in um, Void Lotus. He is also from Marshall, Minnesota? Yeah, I think so. Three famous people from Marshall, Minnesota. And Schwann's. Fucking wild. Don't forget Schwann's. <laughs> never forget Schwann's. I would, I would never. 9 11, Schwann's. Southwest State <laughs> University? Yeah. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare forget Schwann's. That's also the part of Minnesota where everything just gets flat and it just stays yeah. flat until. Yeah, Denver. that's the part of Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, but no, it's no. It's Fuck you flat. if you think of, we, we live in the Rocky even Mountains compared to Marshall. <laughs> not even, there's no slopes even. No, it just gets flat. They're not even allowed to have driveways. Harmar Superstar is from Marshall, Minnesota. Why would I, I lie about th- that? I wasn't I sure had... if he was like lifelong canceled or like a timeout canceled. That's hard to say. I wonder if he can be like rebooted. <laughs> in Marshall, Minnesota. Yeah, well, maybe. I'm, I'm not touching As this a one. Driver. I'm not just, touching this uh, one. Gonna go ahead and yeah, not talk anymore say, about that. Have we talked about hockey yet? Should I talk about <laughs> hockey? Uh, that's funny, uh, but we are done with football talk, I believe. Is that right? Are you guys any that's other right. parting words? That was good. Good segment. Yeah, I think it's a good good talk. Um, Brandon, since you weren't here last week, we did not talk about the Minnesota Timberwolves at all. Do you have anything you'd like to discuss? Oh, I have so much I would like to discuss. Um I wanted to just um, say that I forgive them for losing last night against the New Orleans Pelicans. They're, the Pelicans are terrible, and in most cases, losing to that team feels like uh, what a disaster. Um, but, you know, they've been on a pretty good run lately. The one thing I wanted to talk about was, well, not just the one thing, but um, do you know that every time that the uh, Timberwolves lose a game they were supposed to win, Carl Anthony Towns has the same press conference in which he's like, we got to stop believing our own hype, man. I mean, we keep coming in and thinking these games are going to be easy and they're not easy. This other team's trying really hard. We just, we just keep thinking, we just keep thinking, you know, our shit doesn't stink, whatever else. And it's just like, what hype are you talking about, Carl Anthony Towns? There's never been any hype. The best thing we've said about these guys in the last five years of, hey, might not be like, the worst. I'm like That's begging the hype. for Timberwolves hype. There is no hype. I, I honestly like, does his mom do one? Like, is he just reading or like, no, I'm sorry, it's not his mom, but like, is his family like just sending him emails and he thinks that's the news where they're just oh. hyping him up personally? There's I no mean, they're actual. Fa- they're fairly think, popular on like social media, like, because they have fun dunks and stuff. They, you know. Yeah, but does he look through his Twitter and sees like Anthony Edwards dunking a couple of times on the Sports Center top 10 and is like, hey, everybody thinks we're great at, we're great at basketball or we're going to win the championship. They're just, there's no hype. I don't know what he's talking about. I also, though, have to say he, like I, we are both messy bitches who love the drama. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's it. Maybe he just loves the drama and has to play it in. But it's a very weird thing that he has after every loss of just being like, man, everybody's everybody's hyping us up, baby. Everybody's hyping us up. Maybe we got to calm down a little bit. And it's just like looking around like, who are you? Have I missed all the articles saying you're amazing? I don't even know. We're barely in the playoffs. Anyway, that's my only thought right now. John, what do you think? I think you should be nicer to Carl Anthony Towns. That's what He's I a messy so bitch. I, I'm I also a messy bitch. Mean. We I have to mean and hurtful. 
mm-hmm. have to be messy bitches to each other. That's how we work. I want to I, I do want to mention something. I read this today in a John Krasinski article and I couldn't believe it. So I actually went and looked it up for myself because I was like, no, that's got to be a typo. But it's true. So if you look at the five man lineups in the NBA this year mm-hmm. and you filter out the ones who played like seven minutes or whatever and get mm-hmm. to like the ones who played more than 30 minutes, I cannot believe that this is true. But going by, you know, offensive rating minus defensive raising, the Timberwolves starting five, Pat Bev and Vanderbilt and Cat and Russell and Edwards, the best five man lineup in the NBA. And it's not close. It's not close either. Yeah. They're better by like eight points. Points? Ratings points. Yeah. Whatever. That's unreal to me. For a while, they were like plus 50 points. The Timberwolves have the best <laughs> five-man lineup in the league? Halfway through a season. That's really Halfway cool. Halfway through I mean, a season. Maybe some regression there, but still, that's actual. That's very legit. I love it because they do, on paper, look like they would work really well together. And a lot of times, what's a bummer is then they actually play the games. And you go, oh, fuck it. Never mind. They're not that good together. They really, truly are. So... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure this is a very dumb question, but knowing that they're 20 and 21, why are they not better? <laughs> well, uh, a couple of things. Um, they I know Malik Beasley can't shoot and yeah, well, that, that he's having an off year or whatever, but well, there's a couple of things they didn't, they didn't hit on that lineup for a while and they started out kind of slow. If you remember, they were like three and nine or something or, Right. Uh, they had a couple of good games in their own. Then they went like one and eight or something. I think I personally was like, ah, let's just trade towns. I just, yeah. I've had, you know, it's like probably on this podcast, yeah. it's like mid November, just, just so insane. Um, so it took them a while for them to find that starting lineup. And then obviously D'Lo missed a bunch of games, cat missed a bunch of games. They just haven't played together a ton. So, um, and then there's the, there's the bench, which is fine, but, um, or should be fine. Uh, but if you think about it, the guys who have been struggling this year are all bench guys. Right. As you mentioned, Beasley is just, he's been bad. Jaden McDaniels has had moments, but he's not put it all together. He actually, I think has kind of reverted in a way or regressed, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, he was great when everybody got COVID and it was when nobody could play the games. McDaniel was great. Jalen Noel was great. Jalen's been good. Yeah. Nas, I think, looks maybe better on the eye test than like the analytics. I think his net rating or whatever, like on and off numbers are actually really bad. I like the guy. I think he's awesome, but it also might just be the novelty of like this dude doing set shot three pointers that go yeah. in sometimes. It's While pretty fun. T-shirt. He's wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> he's got long hair. He seems cool. There's I, we're thrown off a little bit by Nas. Yeah. So there might be just I the want, bench is not that great. Maybe I want him to be better than he is. I also want him to be better. I think he's amazing. Um, so maybe there's part of that. But uh, yeah, I know it's it's crazy how good that that starting lineup is. I'm excited, man. It's funny, it's though, been- like how quickly I like I talk myself into. I was just reading an article the other day. Um, I wasn't trying to read the article. I actually just like easily read the yeah, article. I can read. Like, I, read. Yeah. I, I know pretty much every word. Like I'm pretty good at it. Um, and uh, Miles Turner is a um, power forward center type on the Indiana Pacers. And he's like, a, he's, he'd be a great fit for the Wolves next to Carl Anthony Towns because he's like a rim protector and Towns is not. 
he can shoot threes. Um, and so he's, but he doesn't need the ball very often. And they're like, Oh, uh, the wolves should really try to target miles Turner and all they would need to do. If what if they could just give up Jared Vanderbilt and something else? No. And even Absolutely immediately not. I was like, there's no, no fucking way we're giving up Jared Vanderbilt. <laughs> like he's like Listen, half of a pretty good season. And I'm just like, he's untouchable. Not, no one gets to arguing. have Jared Vanderbilt. I'm not arguing for one minute that Jared Vanderbilt is better than Miles Turner. What I'm saying is I want Jared Vanderbilt yes, more exactly. than I want Miles Turner. I'm not saying he's a better basketball player, but I love Jared Vanderbilt. That's I mean, that's true of everybody on this Timberwolves roster. Mm-hmm. On down to Jalen Noel. If you were like would you trade Jalen Noel for Ben Simmons? I'm like, eh, I don't know. I kind of like Jalen Noel. <laughs> He's pretty good. Yeah, I know. It's one of the, it's the only sport where you actually would give up a couple wins for your team just for the like pleasure of watching guys you like to watch. There's not really not a whole lot of those like things I can think of in football or baseball where the aesthetics are like that important, but that's a perfect example of like miles Turner. Is he better than Jared Vanderbilt? Okay, I believe you. Right. I would rather watch Jared Vanderbilt, even if we yep. lose a couple few, fewer games. I don't give a shit. He's fun to watch. Yeah, I've been. I mean, this is what I've been saying about this Timberwolves team for like two years now, mm-hmm. which is I know that they're not good and they have many flaws, but I want it to work for uh-huh. this specific team so badly. I don't. It was even more true when Ricky Rubio was here. Right. Was Ricky Rubio perfect with the team? I don't know but I desperately wanted to work for a team with him on the team. It's so true. They have like pretty much every dude on this team you root for. Even the yep. guy that I, I didn't think I would want to root for D'Lo, but I definitely am rooting for him. Yep. Absolutely. Like he, and it, like I listen to Bill Simmons podcast sometimes. I don't know why. I don't like him. He, he's just kind of a dumbass. 2010 sounds great, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's so stupid. I kind of hate listening once, but he, anyway, he gets good NBA guys. So I, I watch, I listen to him sometimes. And he will just randomly point out whenever he mentions the Wolves. He's fairly complimentary, which is cool. But he's like, I just would really hate to play with D'Lo. And I just like, I don't, I mean, if you say that he's not that good, that's fine. But like, he's not a ball hog. He passes the ball a lot. He, I don't understand the, like, he's not one of these ball hog types. I root for him because he actually is like a pretty willing passer and team guy and seems like a pretty cool dude, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I love that Bill Simmons at the age of 65 is still like, boy, I wouldn't like to play with that guy. Like, he just seems like not playing with anybody. <laughs> I never played at any level above high school and possibly not even there. But let's talk about what I would like to do as a basketball player. I know. I just but don't even know who Larry Bird is. <laughs> yeah, I uh, there's there's a bunch of dudes who like, yeah, you you just sort of are going on reputation. But D'Lo, once you actually watch him, you're like, oh, no, that's not who I thought he was at all. He's a pretty fun dude to to watch and to root for. So, um, yeah, I think Britt Robson has said like his preference would be to not really do much. The trade deadline is kind of the next big thing in the NBA. It's February 10th. I believe don't hold me to that. Uh, Wade can correct us on Twitter, Um, but it's coming up pretty soon. And so it'll be interesting to see if we're able to make any like on the margin moves, but, uh, but by and large, I agree with you. If they, as of now, they're on pace to win 40, of course, they're 20 and 21. Um, even if they get to 38 to 43 wins somewhere in there and, and get a play-in game, that's gravy to me, man. That's all it good. Is. It it's absolutely a fun, is. That's they're the, the youngest team in the league. It's the first step. I have, I have a bad opinion here. I'm about oh, to Christ. let loose a bad opinion. Okay, here comes. A bad opinion. There is 
I recognize that the play in tournament is stupid, but I like it in the sense that the Timberwolves are likely to end up in the play in tournament. And rather than finishing eighth and drawing the Warriors in the first round and knowing that the best case scenario is they're going to win one game. game. Yeah. The best, it was like when they played the Rockets the other year. The best case scenario, in fact, was what, which was what happened, which is they won one game. Mm-hmm. They're not going to beat the Warriors. They're not going to beat the Suns. But in a playing tournament, they might actually win a game, a playoff game that matters. Mm-hmm. And that would make it, if they won a play-in tournament game, it would be tied for the biggest win for the Minnesota Timberwolves in 18 years. Yes. And that is something. Yeah. I, you know, I have to say, I think I was, uh, I don't know how I felt about it looking back, this play-in tournament. Um, but I really like it now. There's less tanking and the format's actually really cool as well. I know that at some point, one of the, I think it was Luca. He's a, he's a whiner anyway, but he was whining about like, it's so ridiculous as a seven seed. You could win 50 games. The 10 seed wins 31 games. We're somehow in the same tournament. And he was whining about that. I was like, a, don't be the seven seed B right. you have to, the seven and eight play each other. So you have to lose that game. Then you play the winner of the other game and you have to lose that one again for you to be out. I don't know. At that point, you're a seven seed and you lost two games in a row to inferior opponents. Who on earth is going to feel bad for you that there was some sort of injustice that happened? Like we gave you a bunch of chances. You're the seventh best team out of 15. I'm not sure that you have a lot of rights to be whining right now. And you lost two very important games in a row. Like you just shouldn't. You shouldn't be playing. And by the way, a seven seed never wins at all to begin with. So right. uh, it's fun. It's a it's a it's some good drama at the end. And I'm, I'm, I think it's it's actually a brilliant uh, way to do kind of this playoff system. So, right. It'll be fun. And if you don't like it, fine. Let's have four teams make the playoffs in each conference. That's fine with me, too. Also, yes, we've always been in favor of. Yeah, just just the best teams playing. Best of 11. Right. Okay. Best of uh, that's enough wolves, I think. Yeah. Yeah. John, All right. Let's yawn in for 15 minutes. Are you okay? What's that? You've been yawning for like 15 minutes. Are you doing oh, okay? I'm an old, old man okay. with young, know, young children. It's almost John, 10. It's the witching I hour. I drank one beer and now I'm dead. <laughs> John, would you like to, uh, we, we'll give you the floor here quickly if you'd like it for some Minnesota wild talk. This is fright with Oof. fraught with danger here. Yeah, it is. Um, I I really don't have much to say. I know the last time we did the podcast, the the Wild had lost five in a row, and I was pissed. And mm-hmm. our good buddy Chicken said, "I'm not ready to give up on them. They're probably going to be fine." And he was right. They've won their last two games. Yep, He's so, the eternal call, optimist. Yep, Riley and Jonesy yeah. are coming through. Riley and Jonesy came up. <laughs> the Wild did beat the Washington Capitals on a night where. It, I know Michael Russo, he was tweeting and he insisted on calling them the Iowa wild the whole game. He was like, ah, I was still down two to nothing on Washington, which was funny once. And after that, it was like, all right, this is starting to hurt. It's starting to hurt my feelings, but <laughs> it was true. They were missing all their best players and they still managed to pull out a win. It involved Washington scoring into their own net from 180 feet away, which mm-hmm. I hadn't seen for a while, but I saw that clip. That was, that was very cool. um, stupendous. And then they went out and beat Boston too, which was another big win. And 
they they did it even though Kaprizov got hurt because of Trent Fedrick, who's a total donkey, is mm. just going going around trying to hurt people. It's a it's a weird league. It's a weird league where it's a weird league. You got, you got these no talent guys who are just running around trying to hurt people, and everybody on their own team is defending them. Like, well, you know, you just got to play. That's the way he plays. He plays hard. Blah blah blah. Just nuts. That is just slowly becoming less a part of the game every single year, right? Has there been like a renaissance well, at all in past few years? Or is it, do you think not, it's staying kind of steady? I think it's getting more and more frequent. Oh, no. Well, I don't know if this is true or not. It seems more frustrating to, to me now because there's there's not as many guys who well there's almost no guys who are just solely out there to pound on someone else i think that's a good thing i think it's a good thing to not have a guy on the team whose only role is to pound somebody who can barely skate and barely take a normal shift then his only role is out, is out there to punish people who need to be punished that said Without that guy, there certainly is more opportunity for people to just skate around and do whatever they want and not get punished for it. I don't the, the solution here is to have the league be a little tougher on these things, but the league shows no inclination to do that. So I don't know. It's it's a weird situation. It's a weird sport because you got people who are just out there hurting people and there yeah. seems to be nothing you can do about that. Well, there's nothing you, I mean, you could have, the league could take, uh, take some action, but in a perfect world, every time one of these jackasses came out on the ice, the other team would score immediately because like, well, that guy sucks. Yeah. Right. So that's what happened, but that just doesn't, that, that probably very rarely happens because it's such a low scoring sport to begin with where it's like, yeah, we got what this dumbass who doesn't even know how to skate can run around there for a little bit. And there actually isn't any negative things that happen which is it a just, bummer. It would be weird if in the NBA, there was a guy who couldn't shoot the basketball and his only role was to come out and just body check Steph Curry into the front row and be like, well, and everyone <laughs> just sort of accepted it as part of the game. Yeah. Like, and Hey I man, Curry's got to get beat up once in a while. That's just how that's yeah. the history of our game. And then, you know, he, he would get in a fight with Draymond green in the third quarter and then they would both have to go sit down for a while. And then that would be the end of it. Right. Like, I, I recognize that basketball and hockey are very different games and that hockey is a, you know, uh, uh, involves checking and hitting and all that sort of stuff. But mm-hmm. this sort of stuff doesn't happen in football. So there's well, because immediately be- if, if somebody came out in football who just was playing that role, you'd know who it was. You'd throw, if it was a linebacker, you'd throw a wheel route or whatever, and there'd be a touchdown. They'd be like, well, that was fucking stupid. We shouldn't have had that guy out there. We, we, a touchdown was, you know, like you can punish that in others in, in football and basketball so much differently, which is, I don't know how to solve that aspect of it. Like make yeah. it so that the coaches themselves go, I'm sorry, jackass Murphy, you're not allowed to go on the ice because you're just <laughs> jackass you're not good Murphy. Enough. You want to go with that one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 10 o'clock. Sure. It'll work. Oh boy. Yeah, that's it's the just, best I could do at that strange. point. It's a strange thing. I don't know how to solve it. I wish Chicken was here. He would probably have a good idea for how to solve it because he really has his head on straight about a lot of these things. And we'll probably never whenever, whenever I need an opinion about it, I talk to him and I'm like, Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I understand that. We miss our buddy. It's it's over though. His dad it's got over. fired. His dad got fired. He's all right. 
that's 10 o'clock. I did want to, I did want to end on uh, one last segment that we'll call oh, I, beef. I have one last question too, after this, Brandon. So, so there's go two, ahead. We have two segments left. Okay. Okay. So the second or last segment is entitled beef. And that's when we uh, complain or yell about something for basically no reason, just sort of an unsolicited complaint. And I believe John, our unsolicited beef today is with something involving raising canes. Oh, yes. What's yes. your anger here this week? I just want to know. Raising Cane's has good chicken fingers and their French fries are crinkle cut fries, which normally mm-hmm. are the most superior of all the French fries, except Raising Cane's intentionally makes them so that they are floppy and limp and soft. Flaccid? And mm-hmm. flaccid. They're flaccid French fries. They're flaccid. I don't know they're... why they would do this. Crinkle cut fries properly crisped up in the deep fryer are delicious. They're a stout fry. Canes, they are a stout fry that can withstand any amount of ketchup you throw at it unless you get it from Raising Canes, where they're garbage and sad and I support military intervention. And you're saying it's not like, oh, well, the execution on these fries, uh, you know, the, the nine-year-old running the, the fryer machine just doesn't keep them in long enough. You're saying this is a purposeful, flaccid fry? It seems to be. I, I happened to be on their website and it said that they specifically cook them so that they're soft in the center or something like that oh it's just That's, it's even it's the french fries for babies yeah yeah I with no teeth. why why they would do this is beyond me anyway that's disgusting. Um, okay, that's there's our a, segment called Beef. That's where we place yell down about on Snelling things. Avenue. There's a place on Snelling called Nashville Coop that has great fries and great chicken fingers, and you should go there. And there's a really okay. kind redhead boy who uh, works there, who's a son of one of our uh, podcast friends. So is that right? Yeah, I believe Fasola Matt's son works there now. Really? So, oh yeah. man, real this kind is boy. Even better news. He's a he's a kind Nashville young Coop. gentleman. He's a clean boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's our segment entitled Beef slash yep. Recommendations. So our beef is with, is with Raising Canes. Not friends with Raising Canes anymore. New best friend is Nashville Coop. Because mm-hmm. yep. the kind boy. Yes, the kind boy. Okay. Thank you, John, for uh, humoring me on that segment. And thank you, we'll Dad. Do, we'll do more beef segments if, uh, if we have them. If we have some rants, and I'm sure we'll be able to come up with them. Actually, that's all that Chicken Fingers does now is he just tells us what to rant about and then doesn't show up. <laughs> oh, he's so right about that. We have to do his bidding. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try him someday just out of curiosity. I've actually never had Raising Canes in either direction. I've been by one a couple times, like going to my kid's basketball tournament down. I was going to say, with sons your fuck. age, you're going to be there at some point. Yeah. Yeah. It's just every time we drive by, there's 75 cars because we, mm-hmm. we go by like midday on a weekend. John, final right. segment. What is it? Final segment. You know, coincidentally, we didn't plan this, everyone. We didn't plan this, but my segment is also called Beef. <laughs> and it's 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 different though. It's not about it's not about beef with people. It's uh, specifically a question about beef, which is Brandon, has your neighbor thrown any beef in your backyard lately? <laughs> literal like, so raw beef or and then beef. literal beef. Uh, yeah. literally, uh, there has not been any, and, uh, the, the mystery continues. Uh, my wife and I have, you know, it's, it's been pretty warm the last couple of days. So it's been, it's been <laughs> uh, it's been, you know, unseasonally warm, which for me means now I can look out my window to see if enough snow has melted for me to see if the spoiled beef is, uh, <laughs> is still out there. 
but still there's no signs there's no signs of the beef and i've actually brought this up with multiple people and there has not been any good theories by anybody of what on earth she was talking about we've got into like was it a typo? Is this an autocorrect issue? She, right. you know, what did she mean when she said spoiled beef? Was it a different word she was trying to say that trying to keep us away from? And we are, we continue to be at a loss. So I would say the mystery continues. Uh, the drama is real. Be careful out there, everybody. Um, and yeah, definitely just don't, uh, if you're ever in the, the Lake Forest neighborhood of St. Louis Park, do not go rooting around backyards looking for a place for your dog to go piss or shit because there's some spoiled beef yeah. back here and you have no idea around the corner what you're going to find. <laughs> so that's the literal right, beef well, section. Yep. That's that's the end of my segment. Also titled <laughs> beef. <laughs> All right. Two beef sections. Good. Well, let's wrap it up. It's getting very late, as you can tell by the content. Um, but uh, hopefully this Zoom, our second of our Zoom meetings was successful. Thanks, everybody, for yeah. listening. And uh, we'll talk to you all next week. Bye, everybody. See you. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.